And welcome back to Afterburn After Hours. We have a full house today. So Cassie, you're not alone. Woo! So (laughs) you should be excited. And we have some, yeah, you you know what? Uh, I put a video of you on uh, the, the Instagram page. I know you did. It quickly, <laughs> quickly got a lot of views and it was one of our fastest rising to, Ooh. you know, a uh, thousand views, but it happened really quickly. So that's, I, t- I keep telling you, you're everybody's favorite. So well, it's because um, I said that- something stupid. That's why. <laughs> I thought it was funny. No, no, no. The one of just you, like the one that was just you talking about mechanics. Once you get to different paces on the treadmill, oh, not the LBs. The LBs. <laughs> Yeah, not the LBs. That was the first thing Frank said when he got it. It was early. <laughs> it was early. You're good. Yeah. Good. So Thank you. We have some returning guests. Frank the Tank in the house. Boom, boom, baby. And then Coach Allie P. Hey. So, <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> so we are here to talk about, this is a bonus episode that we're dropping. And we're going to talk about strength dry try. First of all, it's dry try season, everybody. We are, Woo-hoo. it's Wednesday. We are three days away. It's coming. Three Best days day. away. The jitters. Oh, yeah. The jitters. Get nervous. Yeah. So we just completed two days ago, right? Monday. 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 Yeah. Monday, we just completed like strength dry try prep. Yep. So let's talk about that. And then we'll talk about some of the differences that we go into. Uh, like what's what's different about strength dry try, Cass? So strength dry try, um, I think the biggest difference that, we're obviously highlighting is the fact that we have weighted exercises. So um, you have very different exercises from the normal dry try uh, minus the burpee that's thrown in there. Um, But everything else is fairly different than what you'd actually see in the regular dry try. Mm -hmm. We also have weight classes for those exercises. So uh, you have to choose very wisely when you go into the dry try, you get to pick all the way from 10 pounds up to 30 pounds um, in the different increments. And you hold those for all of the uh, quite a bit of reps that you're gonna be spending uh, doing over there on the floor. Um, And then of course, strength means inclines on our treads. So Mm -hmm. you'll see those. And then the good news though, the rows, ain't no 2000 meters. No 2000 meters. So I'm gonna go to Frank on this. When selecting weight size, Right. What is your recommendation? Where should I start? Because what you pick is what you have to stick. So the entire time. So if you pick wrong, yeah. you're stuck with it. Yep. You're, you're stuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> you are not moving. Yep. So what are you going to tell people from a recommendation standpoint where maybe they should start? Where Because they're not going to get it. Like they're not feeling this out. Like they're right. just going to go right into it. So what yep. are you thinking? Uh, number one, you got to look at the exercises uh, selection first. Um, that curl to press, you know, anything going overhead, you want to be cautious. You know, number one, that's where I'm going to choose my weight selections from. Okay. Um, I came out swinging, not going to lie. I chose, <laughs> chose the 30s, um, but I want to challenge myself. I figured, you know, hey, I can, I'm able to curl and press 30 pounds with good form yep. for 10 to 12 reps. So choosing that weight selection, number one, look at your exercise selection based upon that curl to press. Number two, something that you'll be able to maintain good form because your reps are coming up by two. So it gets brutal in that, in that later run. So be wise, you know, focus on form selection is challenging, but again, you know, you got to stick to it. So it's going to be a mental challenge as much as a physical challenge as well. So I'll say this, uh, when we did the, the prep day on Monday, it was uh four, six, eight, 10, 12, yeah. where the regular will just be 10 straight reps. Yeah. Frank and I both chose the thirties. We worked out different classes. Uh, if you're watching this, I, I wouldn't say that we're, you know, small guys, 
or, you know, haven't been experienced in lifting. We've been doing it for a long time. And this, I think we both got smoked. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. so yeah. if you're, you're staying at the 10 reps for that whole thing, yeah, be wise, guys. Yeah. Be wise. Because you got to think about it for the first round, you're doing a 300 meter row and then yep. three rounds of the exercises. Correct. So in that first round, you're doing 30 reps of that curl to press. It's just split up, obviously, by the different exercises, but still it's constant movement. Yep. And then you go back to the row. And then you come back for two rounds, you go back to the row and come back for one round. So that's a lot of reps continuously. And your, your upper body is not getting a break because you're still rowing. So you're still activating muscles in the back of your shoulders and so on. So your, your biceps core burning. Yeah. Yep. So be wise with your weight selection. Like he said, um, I think your limiting factor, I'm going to go to Ali on this one is the bicep curl and the shoulder press. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's when I was talking to you, we did like a staff strength dry try run through where we mm-hmm. did like the actual strength dry try um, with staff just to prepare them for coaching it and whatnot. And I was like, don't do something you can squat, like pick it based off of what you can bicep curl and what you can shoulder press. Cause those are like your smallest muscles. So they're going to burn out faster. Um, and the biggest thing we noticed was don't go too fast on your reps either. Cause as soon as you're tired from your weights and you're burning out quickly, like you're done. Yeah. Like if yeah. you're moving too fast to that block because you're trying to get it done fast, then it's not going to work out for you very well. So are you saying then the 300 meter row, is that more of a push to all out and the weight floor ends up being kind of a quote unquote base, almost like a recovery or are you using the row as like, let me go into more of a base and then smash the weight floor. I think you got to play to your strengths. I mean, I know for me personally, I can get fairly high wattage with fairly low amount of energy expenditure. So for me, I'm going to go harder on the row because I know my energy is not going to be drawn too much from there versus the weight floor. I might have to, you know, put a little more energy into lifting a little bit faster, a little bit heavier weights. So for me, I think I would go for more of like a push to all out on the rower and then more of like a base base push on the floor. But for somebody that maybe rowing's not their strong suit, maybe you go for more of like a push or a base push on the rower and then go a little harder on the floor. So you kind of have to pick to your strengths, I think, and make sure all levels out. So like a total of a push before you get to the treadmill. You don't want to go all out on both sides because then you're at an all out before you get to the treadmill. So I, I think a 300 meter row is an opportunity for people to save some time. Yeah. yeah 100%. If you take too long on something that should be less than less 90, than two minutes. Yeah. yeah. It, no. If you're taking it kind of base ish below 90, really. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. If you, I would shoot for probably in one minute to 90 seconds. Yeah. If you're taking too long, you're sacrificing another 90 seconds or so. So just uh, not a recovery that yeah. accordingly. Yeah. 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 And looking at the time frame, like I think stronger yeah. rowers, then you even knock that down, possibly, you know, trying to keep it around that one minute mark, yeah. Yeah. 55 to a minute, you know, it'd be something that's, that's maintainable. Give you enough recovery, come back to the floor, you know, let it drop a percentage or so, you know, your OTB, yeah. let it drop a little bit and then constant movement on the floor. Yeah. You breathe. can only do a burpee so Breathe, fast. breathe, breathe. That's yeah. <laughs> helpful reminder. Just breathe through yeah, it. Breathe. Yeah. Give your muscles oxygen. Yeah. So I think the thing too, I guess I would approach the weight floor two different ways. If you're going to go for time and like you're trying to be, you're trying to be competitive or you're trying to challenge yourself. Because I think with the with strength drive try, because we don't know, it's the first time we've ever done it. Yeah. You're, you're basically establishing a baseline. Yeah. So the question is, is what is competitive? We don't know. It's the first time yeah. we've ever done it. I know what my past 
nine years of dry try times are, but I don't know what strength dry try is. So I have no baseline. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to go into it with just like, I'm going to just try to, <laughs> cause I'm a little bit crazy. So I want to just crush my, like, I, I just want to, I want to challenge myself hard. Yeah. I'm going to use the thirties and I'm going to friggin' you know, yep. do my thing. Uh, but I think for people listening, this is your chance to establish a baseline. So then when we see it again in March, then you can adjust. But also if you're a 175 to 200 pound guy, that's pretty fit. Do not grab the tens. Yeah. You're no. doing yourself a disservice. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think a lot of times what happens Jeez. is, is we, <laughs> people get into this mentality of like, let me just go as fast as possible. Right. And yeah. then you're not even really benefiting from it. Yeah. So you have to have some external tension, but I'm also saying like, you know, know your limiting factor, like yeah. Ali said. So if you're in that 175 to 200 pound, pretty fit, 20, 25s, 30, I wouldn't go below 20s. I, no. That's that's kind of where I, I would put that as like the, the benchmark. On the burpee, here's some advice I'll give because I tried it a couple of different ways. Okay. So instead of having my hands by my side, so outside of my, like on the outside of my quads, coming down where my hands are maybe parallel or like just underneath my shoulders, I actually brought my hands inside my legs and yeah, I had- I did have some guys do that. Yeah, so yeah. for me, it just helped with my like burnout for my lower back. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when we get sloppy, when we get tired, that's because you have you have these weights pulling you down. And we also we all know that burpees aren't done really with good form without weights. Yep. So now we're adding sure. weights plus yeah. fatigue. Yeah. So I would just say move the weights on the inside of the body. And as you come down, your hands are coming inside of the shoulders. And then when you jump out, you can jump out nice and wide and then yep. lock that back in and stand up. So I, yep. I, that's the advice. I played both ways a little bit. As I got deeper into the reps, it was a lot more comfortable for me just to get into that other position for the burpee yep. versus having them on the outside. Yeah. So when I was coaching this on Monday, I gave a couple of recommendations for the weight floor. We talked about the curl and the shoulder press, choose weights for that. In general, I mean, this is a, it's a strength dry try, but it's a very heavy, like muscular endurance block with yeah. the amount of reps. I tried to encourage people and I would say the same on here. Like I would drop two like weight classes personally for myself. Okay. If I know I can curl like dumbbells for 10 20. to 12 reps at 20 pounds, yep. Are we 15? picking the 12s? Yeah. 12, okay. yeah. I like that. Yeah. 12. I mean, yeah. that's realistically, we did yeah. the math. You're looking at a total of what? 60 reps per exercise. By the time you're done with the different rounds. Yeah. You've done 60 reps of each exercise. So if I can do, you know, if you just math it, this is just a suggestion. Just drop at least one to two dumbbell yeah. sizes. So maybe we should go over the exercises. I just, I just thought, yeah, we, maybe we need to talk about it. If you didn't do class Monday, no. uh, Ali, I'll go, I'll go to you on the exercises. Yeah. So it's a burpee into weighted, yes, so just weighted. Yeah. weighted burpee into body weight, hand release, push up into weighted tap squats into weighted hammer curl to shoulder press. Seated. And then, yes. You're seated seated. For this. Yep. Yeah. And then, um, weighted, Alternating reverse lunge. Front loaded. Front loaded. Front right. loaded. Right. Right That's going to give you some bias. Yeah. That's pretty uh, brutal. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, I would go down in your weight. And I think, honestly, for like success purposes, maybe like strength dry isn't about how fast you do it. Like, yeah, we're going to time you. But when you see it again, if we do it again in March, it's just about going up in weight, yep. Yep. not going fast. Changing so, your weight class. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's what Cassie just said. I think that's the way yeah. to challenge yourself versus Absolutely. speed. Cause yeah. I don't know. Yep. So we were talking about this before we recorded really where, where the magic of the traditional dry try is the 5k. Yeah. The 2000, you're only going to gain so much time, right? Like there's only so much you can gain on a, on a 2000 before you walk to the weight floor, weight floor, a lot of reps back to back. The five Ks where you're going to, where you're going to cut most of your time off. Yeah. This one, I think the weight floor is the magic. So majority 100%. of your time yeah. is 100%. on that weight floor with so those dumbbells. I think the cool thing is, is in the regular dry try, you would challenge yourself by increasing your speeds to cut the 5K time down. I think for what you just said on this one, because it's strength focused, maybe the next time you do it, you go up a weight class. Like you said, if you go down two weight classes this time, maybe the next one you go up a weight class. So then instead of 12, you use 15s. And then the third time you do it, maybe you go to what you would traditionally do. See if you can maintain and gain that strength over time. So progressive overload. Yeah, I think that's a great focus. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Like this. I mean, yeah. strength yeah. try try. It's not how strong can you be as fast as possible? It's yeah. How strong can it's you be? It's in the name. Yeah. Time is, time is your friend on yeah. this one. Yeah. You know, you, it's form. It's, it's recovery where you need to. It's, it's keeping everything in line. Pick and choose your battles. You know, what, yeah. how we broke down the row early. That's going to be a huge play. Yeah. Um, and then what you do on the weight floor. So yeah. Choosing those weight selections, having a good even flow, keep your form, take your recoveries, set yourself up for success on this. Yeah. You know, strength cannot be rushed. Results can't be rushed. So take your time and then it will come back. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to see a huge turnout on this strength dry try. So yeah. it will come back. Mm -hmm. So set yourself up for success on this one. Get a nice goal out of the time. And then when it comes back, just like you just said, hey, you know, maybe we can take it up a class. Yeah. yeah. And based on our trial run through, like, most everybody was finishing the strength dry try in less time than they would a normal dry try. I mean, you're doing a okay. mile. So based on like, you know, this is just estimating because we did it with staff and it's first time we were doing it, but don't worry about the time because we allotted enough time for our heats, just like a normal dry try. Yeah. And most of our staff was finishing it in less time. They would finish a normal dry try. So take your time, feel the movements, pick up the weights and don't rush yourself through it. So let's, let's, let's attack the treadmill now. I think this is the part oh, where boy. people are most nervous because of the hills. Yeah, That's for sure. But it's less time. Like it's a duration mile. wise. Yeah. yeah, it's a mile. Mm -hmm. You know, Frank, at what percentage on, on Everest, when you're coming down, does it start to feel flat? Man, I'd say for me personally, yeah, <laughs> he's like eight to six. Okay, yeah, I, I would agree. That's, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. The last time I did it, I was like, oh, eight's not so bad. <laughs> I, eight, I, I like eight. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, after like, hanging out at fifteen, you know, like the, again, the more you do it, the more you get used to it. I was like, yeah, yeah eight. I was like, Chris, come on, let's just, yeah. Right. So I take it up the base. They starting at eight on this one. <laughs> it feels rough because yeah. Monday felt rough at eight, right? But that's because we didn't have a gradual build. Six though, surprisingly felt pretty good. Yeah. You know, so I think if you can start to maybe, again, we'll, we can kind of unpack this a little bit, but the advice I would give is on that eight, that first quarter mile, you're just kind of almost, we talk about primer blocks. Yeah. This is a primer block to just get cardiovascularly ready to attack the next three quarter miles. So I would start maybe 0.5, maybe even a mile under base yeah. and then have the target the minute that ticker ticks over to 0.25 and you go down to six, that you go right into either base or 0.5 above base. And then once that hits four, I'm going to push. Yeah. And then once I hit two, I'm going push all out. Yeah. Like that's how I would in my brain 
set up my strategy. Yeah. So coaching this on Monday, that was also my recommendation. Start about a mile below mile per hour below base. Yep. Work your way up to it. That first quarter mile, I mean, you're probably spending three, two to three ish minutes, depending on your pace, yeah. roughly. Um, maybe a little bit longer. I'd say maybe three to, yeah, three, three to three and a half. Consistency is going to be key for a lot of people. Yep. Um, depending on, you know, how successful you can be climbing up hills like that. The good news is you knock the highest one out first. Yep. All you're doing from there is gaining speed. Yep. And just adding to it, catch your breath as the incline comes down 6%. For some people, it might still feel quite uncomfortable just based on what I saw on uh, Monday. If you can stay within about half a mile per hour below base, maybe base pace, and then re- truly start to add some speed as you get to the four and 2% for a lot of people. I mean, that's gonna feel like nothing after the eight. So yeah. consistency yeah. to get through. You guys yeah. did it. What'd you, what What did you experience? Um, well, so I had actually a good mixture of coaches that were doing it. I knew I was coaching it this um, weekend. So I wanted to be on mic to just make sure I knew how I wanted to coach it. Um, and then I had two coaches that were going through it as well, just feeling it out because they're going to be there as well, like floor coaching. And I wanted them to be able to see like, okay, like you've done this now. How can you help your members? Yeah. So I had one that's very much just like super athlete. He's training for an ultra marathon right now. Like he is into that. Mm -hmm. And then I had one that's, she's just going to be more relatable to our average member. And she was a member before. So she was able to kind of more relate towards just our member base. And it was definitely different. You could see where each of them struggled in their own sections of it. Um, And their strategies on the treadmill were both very different. So I think it's definitely going to be something where when you leave the weight floor, you're going to be tired regardless. You're going to feel that muscular burn the most. And unfortunately, when you get to the treadmill, you're going to feel that muscular burn first. So I think the biggest thing I noticed was regardless of how tired you are on the weight floor, set your weights down. You don't have to worry about wiping them down. We can do that after it's over. Set them down, get to the treadmill, hit eight and just start walking. Cause even if you need to catch your breath, any distance that you start accumulating after you hit that 8% counts to your overall mile. So, and I tell people this in normal dry try too. Like, I don't care how tired you are. Just get on that treadmill and just start walking. Just yeah. start, just hit start, yeah. just start going as far as time wise. And then from there, I think it was really taking a second, catch your breath. And their strategies were very different. I had one that started below his base for the eight and he kind of went, I think he was going about depending on his pacing about two minutes of being uncomfortable and he would come back down to a pace that he could recover. I say recover in quotes because you're not recovering on an incline, but bringing his heart rate down a little bit for about 30 seconds right before that incline dropped. And then once the incline dropped, he went back up to his pace Okay, and he probably increased. But I think the biggest takeaway, regardless of what strategy you use, don't ignore your point ones and your point twos. Do not just go for halves and holes, especially on those inclines, because you are going to absolutely do yourself a disservice if you don't take advantage of point one, point two, point three in between. Yeah, Because that adds up over time a lot. So as far as the overall time that it takes you to finish that mile, those point ones and point twos are going to be very valuable on those inclines. Yeah as far as overall like, energy expenditure. <clears throat> so I'm going to give so, Frank, Frank the, the last uh, kind of nugget on this one. So what do you tell members? Ooh, have a plan. Take this advice that we're all putting out there for you. Um, 
you know, look aside yourself. You know, you signed up for this. You know what it entails. Know what you're coming to do. You know, keep that at the forefront of your mindset. Have a plan. Take the advice that we're telling you. Come in and have fun. Yeah. Have Let's fun. Go for it. Have fun. This is the first no one. Yeah. No, there's no, yeah. there's no pressure. Yeah. No pressure. It's, it's, this is it. We're all going to be there for you. Yeah. You know, there's going to be coaches that are on the mic. There's coaches that are off the mic. There's members that are there. Dry try is, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's never gets old because again, Orange City does a great job of something like this. Let's mm-hmm. add in strength dry try. But then communities, individual communities and cultures and different studios do such a good job at this that it's nothing but support. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not going to be a failure at anything that you do, no matter what the clock says at the end of the day. Never. You completed this and you're walking out better yeah. than when you walked in. If you just complete dry try, whether it's dry try, strength dry try, you completed it. And you remember it forever. Yeah, yeah. you do. You do. And, and like Frank said, I, I would add to that. He said, come in with a plan. I think that's fantastic. Have a plan, but also have a why, like he said. No. Know why you're doing it. And we even have members in our region write their whys down and we put it on the treadmill in front of them. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. I'm a softie. The tears, the yeah. tears. Yeah, I cry every year. <laughs> but the thing is like, I always tell people, especially if you are new to Orange Theory, show up on dry try. Even if you're not doing it, come to the studio, Just, yeah. like hang out with us. Come see. So yeah, we have absolutely. vendors and there's going to be different people out there yeah. that you yeah. can talk to and chat with. I know uh, different studios have different vendors coming out. So yeah. uh, go check those out. But most importantly, just come. Just show up. Yeah, absolutely. Have fun, support each other. And honestly, have a why. Don't just show up for no reason. Yeah. Show up with a reason and uh, and let your coach know because I guarantee you these coaches were, are going to come around and remind you why you're doing dry try. Yep. Yeah. So all of my favorite relationships have been like deepened in dry try. And yeah. it's always the best when you see like families coming and like their little, little kids, kids are holding signs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I cry every dry try and this will be my seventh dry try. I think I was six or seventh, And I still cry just as much every time. I mean, last year at the fall dry try, I coached at St. Augustine actually. And I had, spent about two weeks at St. Augustine before that. And it was, I mean, I barely knew any of them and I still cried. So I think it's always just a great time in the studio. And even if you're scared about it, just like show up, don't worry about it. Cause the vibe in the studio is going to carry you through the finish line. Even if you're crawling, we're all going to be there. Like, pulling you across the finish line. Yep. I know Frank and I lost track of how many dry tries we've done, but I can tell you every time it's, it's something new and something special, yeah. regardless of how many times we've ever done it. Remember the first one I watched. I remember the first one I did. Yep. <laughs> falling off the rower because I had no idea how to attack a 2000 meter row. I just went all out. I had John in front of me freaking coaching me on. Oh yeah. Summit. And yeah, I just, I fell off the rower and tagged the way for a partner. Like my hamstrings were locked up. I mean, it was it's great. There's always something from every dry try takeaway yeah. though. So, so, um, so, so sign up, have fun, have a plan, have a why and, uh, make Allie cry. All right. Yep. So with that, <laughs> have a great day. We'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.